America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. We have increased seizures of illegal drugs. Shortages of marijuana are now being reported. A dirty war is erupted, sanctioned by the Philippines. What you writing over there? His orders. Write down my names. Damn. Yo, what's up? Going on. The heavy hitting names of maybe some Patreon followers. Soon. You never know. We gotta open it first. Yeah. I think we can get. I think we can get a quarter or something. Dollar. Dollar. Dollar no holla. I'm thinking like nine ninety nine, and I will send you a autographed piece of wood burned with an image of your choice. That's way too much. That is. It's just going to be a generic. Yeah. Like a pot leaf or what kind of wood? Any kind you want. Uh, usually I, I, I'll try to use, uh, some maple, oh, okay. hard maple burns pretty good. Oh yeah. Yeah. Except we can't ship it to Canada. Uh, they don't like maple? No, man. It's just that we can't, we're not successful at that. That's true. We still got this sitting here for clouded. Yeah. Clouded judgment, man. We still have your package sitting in our studio. Let's say. Come get it, man. Come to Michigan. We got your back. Welcome to the Daily Attic Podcast. It's your boy Tim and, and your Dave. Boy, and your boy Dave. I like that. You like that? Yeah. It's your boy Tim and Dave. So that's kind of dark. It's kind of scary, man. That is, man. It's like I went to DMT. Oh, yeah. You went to DMT Planet X. <laughs> Came back. Now you're no longer Dave. You're Dave. Check us out on Twitter. At Daily Attic Show, we're tweeting all these articles out there so you can always follow us. And we have a brand new Instagram account. Damn. The Daily Attic Podcast underscores between all the words. The underscores. I'm sure you could just search Daily Attic Podcast and you'll find us. Yeah. Follow us on there because we're going to be Instagramming our stories out there. And then we're also going to like take pictures of ourselves for you. That's kind of weird. I know. I don't really get the concept. Can I start with the feet first? We can slowly move up to the face. Get right. everybody prepared. Yeah. That's yeah. not a bad deal. But we could do like uh, Instagram live, dude. We can do a little bit we can, during our show. We can wear like the mask masks. Yeah. We can do whatever we want. Like we can be Nixon and Reagan one episode. And- yeah, I'll do that. Except I get too hot under that shit I'm with masks on. I can only take masks for... Maybe a half an hour. Well, It'd we'll see close. what happens. Yeah, I'll be down. I gotta make it fun. Yeah, we can do that. Our faces aren't fun. They can be. Yeah, it depends on how you look at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, moving on with the show. Giving a shout out to our boy Brendan on the last episode, uh, the Psychedelics episode. Hope you guys got to listen to that. There'll be more. Uh, stay tuned. There'll be more coming from them. Hopefully, he'll come out with his own pretty soon. I think so. He's super knowledgeable on psychedelics. Way more knowledgeable than myself. We haven't gave a shout out lately to uh, the marijuana guy. The delivery. That? Oh, marijuana delivery service? Yeah, we should give them a yeah, shout out. Yeah, Justin Neal, what up? Yeah. Make sure you go to marijuanadeliveryservice.com. 
Check them out, man. You can look up anything on there. It's quite extensive. And we're on there, too. We are. We're on page one. Page one. You can go through there, click on it. You know, another thing I was thinking is like maybe an Amazon affiliation account. So when people are buying their lights and their things to make their psilocybin mushrooms that are going to be legal everywhere soon. Like Drano, yeah. They don't loot, They don't use lights to make mushrooms, do they? No, that it's dark. dumb. It's in the dark. Yeah, when they use their lights to grow their cannabis. Right. And they use their tents to grow their mushrooms. Right. They can buy the equipment. We get a little chunk. We spread the love. We spread the word. Like herpes. But better. Is there anything better than herpes? There's nothing more permanently disturbing, I think. Probably. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's not disturbing. I don't. I don't know. I'd have to ask somebody. <laughs> I'd have to ask somebody. I mean, I think it's pretty apparent, though. It's it's pretty. It's more common than you think. It is, man. I heard the claps coming back too. The claps on the comeback. You better strap it up. I wish I had a clap. I wish I had a clap too. Matt Fraser over Australia Truth. Wait, what is it? Truth. Australia Drug Truth dot org. Yeah, just it's close, man. Is that it? I think so. My bad, Matt. If you're listening, this is my bad. I'm trying to give you the shout out. I think it's Drug Truth Australia dot org. I think it is. Yes, I think you're right. I just had to reconfigurate, and then Claudia Mirandi. You guys all know Claudia. Oh, she's feisty. Yeah, we need to have her back on soon. We will. She's with the Don't Punish Pain movement great movement still moving still moving it along still fighting doing it the legal way the only way that you should be doing this stuff i was thinking of who would be a good lobbyist for the pro uh i guess it'd be the drug war abolishment movement who would be the best lobbyist to send up there to buy some dinners slip some 20s and some hands and Slip some drugs and some I'm going to say O.J. Simpson. You know what? It'd be better than nothing. Right. Who doesn't want to meet O.J.? Exactly. Sir, your lunch with O.J. today. (laughs) (laughs) I'm calling in sick. Hey, uh, make sure there's no steak knives left on the table. Mm -mm. He didn't do that shit. (laughs) Anyway, we're way past that. Let's start our episode out. We should, man. We got some great stories. We added one to the mix for everybody. So we're starting off with the High Times. High Times, very popular. Hightimes.com. $1 billion worth of cannabis seized in California hemp field bust. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Yeah, the announcement did not specify how the farmers came to be growing the unlicensed cannabis here, but there was a Southern California Sheriff's Department made the bust, and its owners had previously presented as a hemp field, uncovering 10 million marijuana plants with an estimated value of over $1 billion. Holy shit. On October 25th, law enforcement descended into the fields whose growers claimed to be growing non-psychoactive hemp. They were, in fact, raising marijuana plants that clocked in over at 0.3% THC. Wow. They won't say what the percentage is. 
Probably point zero four. Dude, these guys are so full of shit. Fuck California State Sheriff's Office, the Southern California Sheriff's Department, California law. Why are they even still wasting their money on this shit, man? Man, this is such bullshit. I have higher standards for California. Well, I mean, everything there causes cancer. And their taxes are super fucking high. Yeah, but you look at the weather, though, man. It's worth it. It's worth it. Is it? I don't know. Well, it's Justin Neal. Yeah. Why are they doing this to our farmers out there, Justin? What the fuck? The investigation was um, was sent in. It was the catalyst for it. It was catalyzed by a tip from the Kern County Sheriff's Office about 11 fields sprawling over 459 acres in the small town of Arvin. An investigation was launched in collaboration with the FBI, the California Department of Fish and Wildlife, that resulted in the search warrants. Preliminary testing shows the level of THCs in these fields were well over the legal limit for industrial hemp production and were, in fact, cannabis. The investigation is ongoing. I highly doubt that someone getting got a hemp license is making a hemp farm and grew all fucking cannabis there on purpose, man. That's fucking stupid. So off the story a little bit. So earlier I was talking to somebody about my whole life. I never, ever dropped dirty, even when I was using something. Now my phone's giving me an ad for the Wizenator. Dude, your phone's spying on you, man. I told you about them Android fake, phones. Fake P kits. I told you about P. them Googles. They got you all fucking tapped into the mainframe, bro. Right now, it's so I was like, asking, can you buy dirty pee? Yeah. I mean, why would you want dirty pee? Well, because sometimes, like, I mean, there is times that you do want it. If you go to the doctor, yeah, and let's say you're taking pain medication, yeah, you got to have that in your pee, yeah. Oh, yeah. And my right. pee all right. is always clean, it's probably all Monster and Pepsi, yeah. Dude, you, what if you have a super gene that processes your fucking shit through your kidneys different to where it filters all that shit right out, dude? And it just stays in my it kidney? It stays in your kidney. Or yeah. just, it, what, what if it goes through your shit? Maybe they're testing you the wrong way, oh, bro. Don't, don't say that. What if they had to say, what if they gave you a brown paper bag was like, bring this back. <laughs> shit in that. Yeah. Go eat some Taco Bell and wait an hour in this room. Well, that bag would never hold it then. No, it'd have to be a plastic yeah. bag. Yeah. Yeah. If you couldn't shit, man, I could imagine that'd be all be behind the door making <laughs> fart noises. They're making <laughs> fart noises trying to make you shit. Come Instead on. Instead of running the water. We're dude. supposed to leave at five, Dave. But no, you should that's the weirdest thing I ever heard. You you can't fail a drug test. I never have, man. Even like back in the day when I was in trouble and shit. You just dropped. You go said to the I, probation officer. Drop, dude. It was all like I would do a rail before I went in there and shit, man. Nothing and, ever. And just walk in there and piss, and they'll just be like, "Oh, you're good to go." I even passed a hair test, dude. You might have, you might be that might be your superpower. It might be, dude. You are. I'm to gonna me, knock on wood, man. To me, you are a hero. You are a hero. You can do any drug you want and get any job you want, bro. Damn. But the one time I think it's going to work, it ain't going to work. No, man. You just got to keep believing that's what heroes do. Superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> You're a superhero, bro. Damn. I would. Can, will you wear a cape? Condom. <laughs> will you wear a. 
Will you wear a <laughs> costume? What kind of costume? Um, uh, a superhero costume, dude. I don't care. Like a big fucking costume with a big, you know, thing across your chest. Maybe it's a <laughs> maybe it's a big line. That'd be nice. It would be with a line that's actually like a real line. You can actually like put a straw down there. Yeah, you flip a little mirror in the yeah. front. Fuck yeah. Here you go. Captain Cocaine here at your Damn, service. Captain Cocaine. Anyways, what would be I so much <laughs> So much. Dude, imagine how much more fun our podcast would be if we still did drugs like that. Oh, uh, dude, this they would be long, long episodes, man. They would probably. They'd last all night. The announcement did not specify how the farmers came to be growing the unlicensed cannabis, as I started the article with. Uh, wouldn't be the first time the county uh, had to employ the the excuse or the first person to say it. In February, Idaho State Police confiscated six thousand seven hundred pounds of marijuana they discovered in the truck of a Colorado company at a way station. The company that owned the plant, Big Sky Scientific, said it had tested the crop via 19 different samples that concluded the cannabis THC level stood at 0.043%. So they were 0.01% above the threshold. You know what that means? Absolutely don't. Fucking Still not going to get anybody high. That doesn't mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. This, they're fucking this all up, See, dude. They should do more testing and figure out like what's the threshold of where, they where people actually start feeling an uh, effect and then drop it a little bit and be like, all right, point seven is where. And it should be the people that are making the regulations that have to do it. Right. You smoke this at point oh four. Do you feel anything? Yeah, I feel great. Give me more. <laughs> <laughs> that way the threshold's at point one percent. I think you should do that over in like a Ross Perot. No, the Ross Pro, I saved that for special Texas occasions. (laughs) Farmers who are marijuana producers are not the only ones who have displayed confusion over the THC content of their products. Law enforcement agencies in Florida, Texas, have concluded their agencies lack the testing technology to distinguish between hemp and marijuana. That's where the purple tester comes in. Yes. But it only goes to 1%. It doesn't go down into decimals. When they get that upgrade, I'll be interested. By the way, purple. They wanted me to do a distributorship, which we probably could have promoted on this podcast. Well, I got a code for ten percent off the Wizinator. <laughs> if that matters, mm, it does for anybody out there. If you want ten percent off the fake penis you put between your legs, HT Online. Yeah, is the code. There you go, HT Online. Just don't put dirty piss in it. Oh, it comes with fake synthetic piss, man. Oh well, if you want fake piss, if you want dirty piss in it, call don't call Dave. Right. If you're, you're trying to get your meds, you need to go somewhere else. Right. I wonder if anybody has the genealogy that you do. That's amazing. I don't know if it's a gene, man. I, I think, just think I just drink too much Monster. That could be it too. I never heard of that, but I would say that's your super. I'm sticking with it's your superpower. All right, we'll go with that. Next uh, story. Call me Captain Wizinator. Captain Wizinator is going to go on to the next story with us and follow us along here, everybody. It's over on the intranet, tweet machine, Instagram, Fox 19 now. This is about 40 pounds of fentanyl. Damn. Seized in Dayton. I got a whole lot of drugs in the truck. 
In Dayton, Ohio, compared it to chemical warfare, weapon of mass destruction, said the attorney general in Ohio. Holy shit. Wow. The Montgomery County Sheriff's Department agent says it sees more than 20 kilos of fentanyl. Suspected fentanyl. And, you know, Ohio has limited resources because if it was the FBI, CIA, DEA or any Homeland Security, including the Coast Guard cutter that goes off of Florida or even on the West Coast, they would have an exact price of this for 40 uh, pounds of fentanyl. Right. And they would have the exact death amount that it would kill. 40 pounds is a lot of methanol. It is. Methanol. And Fuck fentanyl. methanol. And <laughs> You're thinking of menthol cigarettes. Holy shit. It's all right. That's good, man. But, you know, they would have... Because that's the biggest thing they want to do is they want to strike fear into everybody, which they should about fentanyl because it's very, very fucking dangerous. Yes, it is. And if you're not getting your drugs from a, a reputable source or somebody or you don't have a drug testing kit, I don't even know if that would help. But please stay away from drugs that could possibly contain fentanyl. It is very strong. It will kill you. I don't think it would help, man. People want to get higher, so they're going to use a little bit more every time and a little bit more. And then once you're going to hit that fatal dose. and These drug dealers don't know how to mix their fentanyl in the drugs, though, man. They don't have the equipment to do it. That, too. But also the drug users don't know how to use it. They don't have the micro dosing capability to mix it properly. They're mixing it with a fucking with a with a playing card on the top of a mirror, man, or on top of a table there. You know what I mean? They're not mixing it in a lab. That looks like enough. Nah, put a little bit more. A little in bit there. more. We're gonna fuck them up. I seen it on the special that I, on the uh, Drugs Incorporated yeah, had that dr- shit on there. Dude, yeah. it's absolutely bonkers. These guys, these three guys, though, they're going away for a long time, and uh, it's a multi-million-dollar fentanyl seizure. I mean, that is a lot of so, fentanyl. Let me ask you this: Do you support them serving time because they're dealing fentanyl? Um, it's depends. It depends how it was. If fentanyl was legal and regulated, then obviously not the way that these guys are dealing it. I'm sure it's not. This is kind of where you don't want to be a hypocrite because you're against a drug war as we are. But at the same time, it has to be sensible solution. Right. And I would say that these guys should have some type of punishment. I don't think 20 years in prison is going to do anything for them, but I think a rehabilitation because obviously they're entrepreneurs. I say, or send them to some kind of class where they can learn properly how to mix it. I would, I don't know if I'd go that far, but I would make them be part of an overdose. You know, they would have to be part of an experience where somebody's overdosed on it or something. So they realize what they're doing when they do that shit. Like overdose their cat and make them watch. Hell yeah. Oh, that'd be that'd be tough. That would be. That'd be tough. But, you know, that would be some old communist shit right there. Fuck yeah, we'll, show, <laughs> we'll show you motherfuckers. Eye for eye. Bring over <laughs> his dog. <laughs> so the sheriff said, you know, the bust happened. The quantity of fentanyl in this case amounts to chemical warfare and weapon of mass destruction. I don't think these guys should be charged as terrorists of mass destruction. I don't think that's fair. Um, These illegal drugs ruin lives, destroy families, fuels violence, drives up property, uh, 
property crime and wrecks neighborhoods anyone associated with it, especially those who want to sell and traffic it are doing violence to people causing harm in our communities we're proud of the teamwork of this investigation with the help from our partner agencies we're able to take this dangerous drug dealers off the streets time out though why are they only blaming them for you know people are buying it on their own free will true true takes two man true true i wouldn't even know how to even begin to do the math here but i'm just gonna try i'm just gonna try because i don't even know what a microdose really is right well I'm say it's uh, it's it's very small i know the size of a grain of rice can kill you right yeah can overdose you i think it's less than that less than a grain of rice so it's just very small so if you take a pound of that, then how much of that do you got? Probably, dude, I don't even, I don't even know. Let's say it's 0.1 grams. Let's say it's just 0.1 grams, you know? That's probably still huge. That's probably still point, yeah. Let's just go with that. 0.1 grams? Yeah, let's say you're that drug, drug dealer that don't know how to mix it. So you're putting 0.1 drugs, 0.1 grams. So 28, point, or no, man, I can't even calculate that. There's so many doses in a fucking, in a pound. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, dude. There's so many doses. I mean, that is like, they're saying millions of dollars and that's what I'm, you know, they buff their figures anyways. They put a little buffer on there to make it even more, but they found these guys with 20 kilos of fentanyl, 1,500 grams of methamphetamine, 500 grams of heroin, three firearms, and more than $30,000 in cash. Fuck. 20 kilos of fentanyl is enough to kill the entire population of Ohio many times over. Wow. It's fucking crazy. Wow. So these guys were distributors in a major network. This wasn't just, I mean, this was probably Ohio is centrally, Ohio is centrally located. It's a hub because from there you can go to North to Michigan, you can go to the East coast, you can go to the Midwest or you can go South to Florida. So this is obviously a big distribution network. These guys are probably high up. These guys are in their thirties. They're not some 20 year old street dealers. These guys have been doing it for a minute. They're probably well-connected. So I just thought of something too. Remember, like some earlier episodes we had about cops saying that they touched a little bit and they're ODing. Yeah, I mean these drug dealers are dealing with how much fentanyl. You don't ever hear them. Oh my god, I touched the package and now right, I'm fucking ODing. Right, they're just trying to hype that shit up, man. Make it to scare you and me to be like, oh, maybe. Because even the doctors said that you can't absorb it through the skin. Right. Or else that's the way you would do the drug. Why, why, why Just rub it on your skin, then you get hot. I mean, you got to have a carrier to it. Like when you put a pain patch on, there's like a carrier in there that it's not just the drug. You have to have something that's going to carry that and absorb it. Right. Absorb into your skin and through your bloodstream right. and all that shit. So yeah. just putting fentanyl on your arm, I don't think... You're going to absorb Maybe if you're sweaty or some shit. I don't even know. They got fentanyl patches. Yeah, but there's a carrier in there. Right. 
It's like a gel or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, these these motherfuckers are they're doing a big time, man, and they're busted. They're gonna go away for a long, long time. That's a lot of fucking drugs right there. That ain't but you never know. We've seen weirder shit. It depends how well connected you are. Really, honestly, in this country, I know as fucked up as it sounds, it depends on how rich you are and the kind of lawyers you have. Because if you're super rich and you have good lawyers, you could prolong your fucking case. You could prolong your fucking shit. You know, you just wear you'll just wear out the DA or, or who's ever got charges on you if you got money. You just be able to push it along. You can pay people off in this country all the oh, time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? El Chapo escaped how many times? How many times did somebody get paid off? Look at Epstein. He didn't kill himself. Two guards fell asleep and the security cameras quit working at the same exact time right when he killed himself. What weird. the fuck? Fucking weird. Fucking money. I'm telling you. Same thing here. Depends how much money these guys got. But you know, I wouldn't throw the I wouldn't throw the key away. I wouldn't throw him in prison for life. I'd uh-huh. give him another chance. I'd let him run the government. Fuck it, dude. <laughs> They're more competent. So let's go on to our next story. This one is by Countable.us. Right. This is a story. Actually, no, this is. This is actually a high time story. Another high time story. It is. And this is interesting because it's about, we were talking about communism in China. China warns citizens living in Canada against consuming legal cannabis. The Chinese government has issued a warning to its citizens living in Canada after the country moved to the second phase of cannabis legalization last Thursday. A statement released by the Chinese consulate in Calgary stopped short of barring Chinese citizens from buying or consuming the drug, but did counsel them to fully understand the harmless, the harmfulness of cannabis products. Harmfulness. China has seen a wave of reefer madness like anti-cannabis hysteria arise heightened by a few by fears over the spillover effects of marijuana regulation in parts of the U S and Canada. The country has not limited its outrage to foreign nations. A communist party led campaign against the mafia has resulted in the shuttering of Shanghai nightlife venues in Beijing. Foreign bar and restaurant owners report having been surprised with urine tests to prove they are free of cannabis and other drugs. The Chinese rejection of marijuana has reached the ears of the White House. In June, an unofficial, uh, sorry, in June, an official from the China National Narcotics Control Commission told reporters that cannabis legalization in the U.S. and Canada has led to a 25% spike in marijuana use in China. One thing, and you know what? I'm going to throw this out there with a fucking, I'm just going to give you the disclaimer right now. If you get high in China and you're Chinese, I'm just saying. Do your eyes open? Yeah. Is that no, your question? No, is? my question is how do oh. they know? How do they know? Because I know my eyes shut. I could pass for a Chinese after I smoke. So just an observation. And I know nobody in, in China is listening right now because they can't. Because they're all fucking blocked from everything. So I'm sorry, you guys. You live in a communist country. It's fucked up. But if you're China, if you're Chinese living in Canada, and you're listening to the podcast. Get a hold of us. Yeah, tell I'm us. interested. I want you to smoke. I'll come up and get you high. And we'll ex- examine your eyes. Yes. We have to do a study on this. God, we're going to get in so much trouble. 
Even though Canada legalized marijuana last October, the country has been slowly phasing in regulation of particular cannabis products. Last week, on the anniversary of the initial uh, legalization legislation, new regulations for certain cannabis derivatives took effect, including those with edibles, beverages, vapes, dabs, and uh, and topical (laughs) products. Tropical. Yeah, man, it's all tropical up in Canada, yo. Uh, Cannabis consumers faced harsh penalties so earlier this summer a canadian man was arrested on drug charges in yanti yantai and the most recent in a string of people from the country who have found themselves in trouble with china for similar offenses there is another canadian citizen that is currently facing execution after being convicted of conspiracy conspiracy to smuggle 489 pounds of meth into a country Damn. That just makes the drug worth more money there. Yeah, a lot more money. Fuck. Chinese citizens have good reason to heed their government when it comes to sending or bringing cannabis back home. Death, the death penalty is the maximum sentence that can be handed down for trafficking illegal substances. Should the government make onto that sentence, it wouldn't be the first time they executed a foreigner in 2014, they put a Japanese man to death, as well as a Filipina carrier whose family asked that her name stay out of the press in 2013. And Akmal Shak from Great Britain in 2009. Jesus, they're just killing all kinds of people from around the world for drugs, man. What the fuck? That's worse than Duterte. At least Duterte's killing like people in the Philippines. Right. These motherfuckers are killing foreign people. They ain't fucking around. It's kind of like Thailand, too. God damn it. I, know, I was trying to see what that buzzing was. <laughs> Any idea? No idea. Hmm. It's kind of annoying. That's all right. Well, all right. So China's no tolerance law on, mar- uh, on marijuana was surprising. Uh, wasn't surprising. And uh, earlier this year, researchers discover 10 ritual brazers in the West China tomb. Okay, so they had a tomb in China, the China tomb, which uh, constitute the earliest known evidence of cannabis being smoked. The vessels are thought to date back from at least 2500 years ago damn so china was figuring it out back in the day that's why that's why it's like in the dna man oh fuck dude they were probably the highest people they probably smoked the most weed 2500 years ago no wonder why they were so wise dude and they had all them like they invented fireworks or something (laughs) i don't know what I'm just saying, I don't know. That could be true. Fuck it. I'll throw it out there. The Chinese invented fireworks, bitches. Guess what? It wasn't Benjamin Franklin. It was Chinese. Way long time ago. Did you say long time ago? Long. Long, long. That story's long overdue. We got the last story. Another one coming from high times. I feel like we're just like plagiarizing high times all the time, man. We're not like taking their stuff but they got a lot of good stories this is like the first time that we did so many from them i love it though maybe they're getting some feedback maybe they're thinking 
Let's help these guys Let's out. Let's help these guys out. Let's put some great stories out. And this one is no exception. This one is amazing. Ex-prisoner has cannabis removed from his nose 18 years after he smuggled it into prison. What the hell? How much can you even put in your nose? <sighs> We're going to find out. All right. Depends how big your nose is. I guess I can put a lot down. Doctors in Australia removed a marijuana-filled rubber capsule from a man's nose, which he inserted after his girlfriend gave it to him during a prison visit 18 years before. It's one thing to forget that you hid something nearly 20 years ago. It's another thing if it was hidden in your nose. But the improbable story of a 48-year-old former prisoner whose tale of nasal smuggling was detailed in a case report published by the British Medical Journal. Goddamn, dude. At what point do you just not go to the prison hospital and say, get this shit out of my nose? I guess you don't. I mean, how many times did he try to stick? Let's read the story. According to the Daily Mail, which digested the report, doctors in Australia ran a CT scan on an ex-prisoner who apparently complained about headaches. The physician suspected the cause was renolith, renolith? sinus infection, sinus infection, which is defined by authors as a case port of uh, clarious concentrations in the nasal cavity formed around the nidus and maybe indigenous or exogenous foreign body. Dislodged tooth. A dislodged tooth or a plastic bead inserted by a child, they're thinking. What this, if an adult inserted it? Inserted what? The plastic bead. Why does it have to say inserted by a child? Because small fingers, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're all serious. Well, man, small fingers. Small, small fingers. From there, the doctors discovered the pain. The cause of the pain when they removed from his nose was a rubber capsule containing containing degenerate vegetable or plant matter. After questioning the patient for details, the physician learned that the rubber capsule was filled with cannabis. Here's where it gets stranger. The man said he stuffed the contraband up his nose 18 years ago while he was incarcerated. So this motherfucker wasn't in prison and got it taken out. He was already out of prison. This is like he already served his time and forgot about it. So once again, how much can you fit in your fucking nose? A capsule, at least a capsule. What's that going to do for you? Like a gram? If this was 18 years ago, that weed was weak as fuck anyways. I know, right? I mean, that capsule wasn't even going to get you high. I don't know, man. Maybe it's going to ground it up and... Maybe it was like a whole fucking ounce just ground up to powder. Oh, maybe it was concentrated, dude. Who knows? (laughs) During the prison visit, the patient's girlfriend supplied him with a small quantity of marijuana inside a rubber balloon. The doctors wrote, as quoted by the Daily Mail, in order to evade detection, the patient inserted the package inside his right nostril. Despite effectively smuggling the package past the guards, the patient then accidentally pushed the package deeper into his nostril and mistakenly believed that he had swallowed it. He remained unaware of the package's presence until presented with the nasal uh, histopathology report. Histopathology report. After undergoing surgery, the man said his symptoms were completely resolved within three months. The physicians involved in the case said it may have been historic. (laughs) To the best of our knowledge, our case represents the first report of a prison-acquired marijuana-based renolith. That's what they call it, a renolith. 
Yeah, dude. That's when you stick something up your nose, you can't get it out. First of all, when's the last time you swallowed through your nose? Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, if you stuck something up your nose, would you actually think, oh, shit, I just swallowed that? I mean, when you, like, you know, you got a little snot up in there, you know, like, <laughs> you ever hear somebody do that when they <laughs> and then they <laughs> so you can bring shit through your nose, out your, you know. Yeah, I suppose. But this dude thought he swallowed it. It just seems like your body fluids would have ate that fucking capsule up. Nah, it was rubber, so yeah, it wouldn't have. Wow. A lot of questions, man. I know. I have so I have like so how long was he out of prison? I wanna know. It was eighteen years ago, but he's been out of prison for like fifteen years. Like he, he thought he swallowed and how big was this guy? I wanna see a picture of him. He had a balloon with cannabis stuffed in his fucking nose and didn't feel it. Yeah, was his nose like the size of a softball or I don't know. Maybe it was just past the It just seems cannabis. like there's so many other holes you could put it in. <laughs> There's definitely more holes available, but dude, it's genius though. You walk by, I mean, because they're checking those holes, they're right? And it was so genius that it worked. Yeah, it did work. Yeah. He got in there, but he just <laughs> couldn't get so, it out. <laughs> what surprises me if he thinks he swallowed it, how long did he search in his shit to find that? Probably he, 18 years. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck is that? Uh, hey, dog. Hey, dog. I got an eighth ounce weed crammed in my fucking nose i swallowed it if you help me sift through my shit i'll split it with you <laughs> dude i'll bet you it wasn't even an eighth it couldn't be no it had to be like a gram doesn't even seem as a, like it's worth it to me i mean maybe it was worth a few hundred bucks in prison maybe <laughs> maybe two honey buns and a fucking pack of cigarettes damn that's a good deal then they were in an australian prison though I don't know what that's like. Kangaroos and dingoes, man. Yeah, fuck yeah. You're out there in the desert. I'd be like stuffing kangaroo pouches with weed and making them jump in. And There was a story where uh, there was people stuffing dead rats with drugs and throwing them over the wall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We didn't cover that yet, but Mm-mm. we will. Mm-hmm. Good idea. Train the fucking dingoes. Dango. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. We take you out with one of our favorite tunes. Tunes. The Dayton family. Michigan. Ohio. Everywhere. Sometimes I want to go where everybody sells cocaine. The rich are selling coke. And the bitches don't be gay. Two bitches smoking dope. I wanna go and get smoked for free. Hey. And niggas get drunk in the same. So drunk. Hey. I wanna go where everybody sells coke. Everybody, everybody selling coke, boy. Everybody, everybody selling coke, boy. Everybody, everybody selling coke, boy. Everybody, everybody growing up, it was broken till we got introduced to the coke. Bought some jewelry and some Jordan, boy, and that was all she wrote. We started off on the block selling rocks, touching cops. A young killer with the clock and dating now was the spot.